0: Throughout the ages, compassionate enlightened masters have urged people to surrender to the greater universal power by seeking the divine within, from which all other goodness and happiness follow. Supreme Master Qinghai often spoke of the teachings of past masters and answered the spiritual questions of fellow initiates during international gatherings or through tele and video conferences. We now invite you to listen to Supreme Master Qinghai's lecture entitled, The Importance of the Master's Teachings.
1: Master Chinghai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction please do not try alone. for free of charge guidance please visit
0: www.godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you.
2: Retreat doesn't start until tomorrow, but uh, I thought I'd come say hello, okay? Because I have some new things. That's why. New design. Have you seen them before? Not yet, of course not. I even have all kinds of stuff, but I couldn't bother no more. This is all I can manage. (laughs) Okay. Nice to see you. Like this, I can see you better, huh? Not like you can only see me and I can't see you. (laughs) There's no fair, is it? (laughs) I like to see you. Long time no see, no? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know these people. Who are
1: you? (laughs) Do you know me? Yes.
2: Well. I don't know you <laughs> really? That's you? <laughs> okay, everybody in in the hall, yeah, or is there somebody else who has no no room sit somewhere else? Huh? Anybody who's not here, raise hand <laughs> Okay, good. you have those things already? Big guys, Go green. They say the planet stuff? Big West, go green, to save the planet, no? Yeah, I design new stuff so that wherever you go, there's T-shirt also, huh? and normal clothes also. But they didn't bring me any normal clothes, and I didn't. <laughs> I'm small, I can't carry everything everywhere, you know? So whatever they have here, I wear them. Hmm? And if you don't like it, you can go home. <laughs> after a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I I read some stuff yesterday. I think I'm gonna read it to you for fun. Hmm, I saw some, but I gotta check out which one. Today I want to say this story, but I don't find it. And... uh, Oh, no. Okay, I look here. Anybody who has conscience and diligence should work when nobody is watching. As well as when somebody is watching. Not just showing up when somebody is watching because, like, I'm working. Yeah? So everybody knows that, that you are a big shot, that you are important. And when nobody is here, you do lousy job. It doesn't matter what. I don't like this quality, it doesn't match me. I don't teach you like that. Yeah? I want the result of my teaching. Not just anything we do. Hmm, maybe I shouldn't read you that one. That's why I couldn't find it. I really could not find. All of you in the same country here? No? Oh, I thought you were in the same country. Where from? Singapore? Canada? New Jersey. New Jersey, America? Yes. Mm. Wow, that's a quick one. (laughs) How long did they give you the notice? One week? Six days? And you got it?
0: Wow.
2: One day. One day? They let you know only one day?
0: Okay. Okay.
2: For sure, yes. Whew, how did you make it? <laughs> we
1: prepare. yeah, you're prepared.
2: Yeah, you prepared. You mean always, oh, every day, you just <laughs> get ready anytime? Yeah, you already hang your back on, at the door <laughs> That's incredible, my God. Hmm, such a devotion. You deserve the best. Okay. One day. Where from? Canada. Canada. Oh, that's a long way. How far? How many hours? Eight hours?
0: Ten and a half hours.
2: Ten and a half hours? With the stuff. With everything else? Taxi you know? and <laughs> all? That's, that's a lot of time, huh? And he made it in one day. So you didn't sleep last night. I... <laughs> no, uh, yeah, oh, well, There's no need. No need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some people already want to live without food, and now he live without sleep as well. <laughs> oh, wow, ask me about miracle. We have it everywhere. Hmm. oh well, what I can't believe this commonly, I cannot find it because it's a very funny story. I want to tell you, and i cannot find it. I find anything else, but not that one. <laughs> It's funny funny. Oh, funny, 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 funny. Okay, okay, forget that. I probably never find it. Okay, I read you something more serious then, too bad. Hmm, something serious, huh? Alright. Uh-uh, where are you? Hmm. Just whatever I don't want. Okay, here. <laughs> okay, there were two. One about a saint in a brothel and a greenhouse. I mean, pink house. <laughs> or oh, one is a Queen Mother's advice. Which one do you like? I just happened to get both here. Queen Mother, right hand. Advice. Only two, three, four. My goodness. Okay, the brother? (laughs) Oh, the guy like, (laughs) only one? Gee, and the rest? Whatever. (laughs) Ah, No greedy tonight, no. You're not even officially there yet. Today you're still illegal, you know that? Until tomorrow, four o'clock, you're illegal. All right, never mind. For these illegal people, I treat you like a queen then. A king. Okay. Maulana Rum say that, uh, or else do thou turn out from thy heart, so that in thy heart nothing save God may find room. You got it? Yeah. Everything else we throw out of our heart so that God can find some room in there. Oh poor God <laughs> Our heart is full of stuff. <laughs> He'd be having big trouble finding some little spot there for himself, huh? Or herself. Okay, never mind. When I wasn't very enlightened yet, you know, wherever I live, I put a chair outside in the balcony. A very clean, you know, every day clean up. So in case God come and have a sit. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not sure if I can find any place in my heart, so <laughs> at least you can take a rest, you know? <laughs> like you walk in the park and sometimes you're tired, you couldn't find anything that you like yet, or too many things you like, so you just uh, sit on a bench eh, with a pigeon, yeah, waiting for something else or resting or thinking or enjoying. Okay, okay this is... Uh, called the Queen Mother's Advice. Okay. There's a king in ancient India. His name is Gobi Chand. He was tired with the worldly power and pleasure. You know like Siddhartha the Buddha. Yeah? Okay. He was tired with pleasure. So he renounced his kingdom and begged his guru to give him true spiritual knowledge. Now the guru knew that it would not be easy, yeah, for this disciple to give up uh, vanity, yes, since he had been a ruling king. Yeah, of course, you know, even if he doesn't want to be like arrogant or uh, having big ego and something like that, but it's just not possible for a sovereign. Ruler to be truly humble, or even in a manner, you know what I mean? Yes. So his guru is really like a, a psychologist, huh? <laughs> Knowing the heart of human, huh? The Buddha also was, yes. Even though he was not a psychologist. Now, when Prince Siddhartha became Buddha, and then of course many people came to him and wanted to stay with him as a resident disciple, huh? monks, yes. And his godmother also wanted to become a nun with him. At that time, nun was not uh, a very fashionable. Nobody has become nun yet. At that time, only monk, only men become mendicant, or women are unheard of. When uh, his mother, Actually, it's his godmother because his real mother, biological mother, died when he was born. Remember? So the sister of his mother took care of him until he grown up. So actually, it's like a mother also. Yeah, yes. So anyway, this godmother also wanted to become a nun with him, and the Buddha uh, know that uh, it would be very difficult because she's a queen mother. You know. Yes, and has been uh, his mother for all these years until he grown up. Of course, he, you know, <laughs> often say, "Don't do this, don't do that." Like all the mother, you know, brush your teeth. Have you washed your hand? Eat that uh, broccoli. No, eat it. The spinach good for you. <laughs> you know all that. So anyway, he was worried that apart from, you know, maybe bossing him around and and take him for granted, take his words for granted she might also have disrespect for the the monk's uh, assembly, the mother of the Buddha. You see what I mean? Even though she doesn't want to, she can't help herself to have maybe some attitude. Yeah. So anyway, so the Buddha has made a lot of rules for her, yeah? Like, okay, if you agree to be a nun, then from now on if you see any monk, you have to bow to him, mm. yes. Of course, if she bows to the monks, then she also has to have respect for the Buddha. It's not about respect for him that he worries about. Is he worried about that if she continues her royal attitude in the assembly of monks, then maybe she creates karma for herself, yes? And also confusing all the monks, because she's old, too old to change, you know? I heard that in some of the Christian order, the church order, maybe the order would not take somebody above 30 yeah, to become nun or monk because they worry that at that time the habit, the ego of a person is already set. It will be difficult to change, uh, to teach that person. And it's not about worrying whether he has too much ego or not. It's just that if you have too much ego, you cannot listen very well. You don't want to listen to any good advice. You always think you are right. And by the time you find out you're wrong, it's too late. Or you keep doing wrong thing all the time and nobody can bear it. You know, it's very difficult. Yeah? Even young people are already difficult to teach, (laughs) not to talk about already became mother and father or that you're already so used to with being the boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Therefore, the buddha has originally not allowed the mother to become a nun with him but later due to the interference of his foremost disciple you know the attendant uh, anan he say oh please remember she was the one who take care of you all the time up to now since you were young and helpless if it hadn't been for her you know uh, we would not have the buddha today to revere so oh, the buddha say okay okay but <laughs> with condition, yeah? So he laid down many rules for her to follow, including having to respect any monks that she sees. Because she, he worried that she might stay there and, you know, a position of a Buddha's mother and always tell everybody what to do, I'll check them out, controlling them. You know, then it will be like a family again. <laughs> See what I mean? And the, the monks already left all the family and the wife and... Uh, anything behind that controls him, and coming here being controlled by the Queen Mother, then what's the use? <laughs> yeah? So, but anyway, because the mother of the Buddha was very determined to become a nun, because she realizes that nothing else better than this. So she accepts everything, and she became just a humble disciple, she promised. You know? Therefore the Buddha accepted her and she was the first nun ever <laughs> in his assembly, or maybe in the assembly everywhere at that time in India. Uh, I'm not sure before that if any nun or not, but I think she probably is the first one. Because in India even now, if you, if you are a woman and you go out alone, you'll be looked out upon too. You should never go out alone. I told you already many times, eh? Indian tradition, okay. Well, I did not know that, of course, you know. The deaf would not be fearful of the gun, hear nothing. (laughs) What you don't know cannot hurt you. (laughs) I did not know that, so I walk everywhere (laughs) alone. Proudly, you know. Uh, Naturally, you know, like I'm walking in my house. I never thought anything, because to me at that time, men and women, (laughs) same. Yeah? I can't see anything different anywhere, you know. <laughs> it's a shame to me. <laughs> but luckily, you know, mostly they treat me with respect, except that many of them want to take me home to take care. <laughs> yes, it's very cute, you know, oh, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Where are you going alone like this? It's so pitiful. Come home, I will take care of you. <laughs> And uh, one even want to marry me, you know? He was only twenty. My God, I'm thirty already. (laughs) I say I'm married, by the way. At that time, I still was, you know? I wasn't divorced yet, so I said, I'm married, by the way. Even he was too shy to tell me, he asked his mother to tell me, can you believe that? (laughs) So I said, sorry, mate, I'm married. I didn't come here for a (laughs) husband. I don't understand, you know. He just saw me walking on the Himalaya because we went to pilgrim together, you know. And I was walking all by myself with a stick and with a sleeping bag on the stick. That's all I had, with a pair of uh, Punjab clothes in there. It's like a tunic with the trousers, that's it, you know, inside the sleeping bag to protect. And that's all I had, you know. and. I don't even know who I am. I wanted to marry and believe it or not. <laughs> just a meeting on the road, on pilgrim like that. <laughs> he probably has been dreaming before, something like that, you know, okay. Don't even know me, and invite me to their house and everything, you know. I did go, I did go, just to visit, yeah. Okay, and the mother is a doctor, a physician, and the father is a lawyer and he's also a lawyer-to-be. <laughs> and he he want me to be Mrs. Lawyer-to-be. <laughs> I just say, thank you, but I don't think I'm suitable. You know, I'm also married already. Anyway, that's just by the way. So if you go to India, please take somebody with you. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> a sister, brother, dog, cat, whatever, you know, don't go alone. Yeah. Somebody really try. Yeah. I had to use some kung fu, you know, sometimes. (laughs) lightly, but deliver the message, you know. (laughs) Hand-deliver, you know, (laughs) express. (laughs) Mm. All right, let's go back to our interesting story here. The guru said to Gobi-chan, the king, he said, Gobinchan. My son, <laughs> he's a king, and he called him my son. <laughs> so the guru said to Gobind Chan, when he came to request, you know, for uh, spiritual uh, knowledge and renunciation. He say, Gobinchan, my son." No, no, he wouldn't say it like that. He would say, Gobinchan, my son," with a beard. Chan, my son. It's more likely like that, huh? Please do as I now order you. Put on a sadhu's robe. Take a begging bow and go back to your own kingdom. As a mendicant, there you must beg for whatever may be given to you by your former subjects. Why does the guru do this? Tell me, anybody know? Why has he go back to his kingdom and back from his own subject? Why?
0: To see how he feels, to remember how he feels.
2: Anybody else? Humble? Huh? Humble? Yeah, test his humility, or teach him some humility. But he goes anyway. Yeah, and he believed, you know, completely in his guru. Therefore, Gobichan did exactly as he had been told. So when his former subjects saw their own monarch baking like a sadhu, they were very, very touched and liberally give him all kinds of alms, give him a lot of alms. <laughs> Probably <laughs> now he needs an attendant, <laughs> a bodyguard to take the food. After making a round of his capital city, he went to his own palace and begged for offerings from his queens and concubines. When they recognized that it was their former king, they removed all their jewelry and dropped it into his begging bowl. By the way, I'm sorry, this is all you get right now, okay? As big as you get, okay? Near to the sea and on a mountain, you have both. you want to go to the sea in uh, spare time, you can walk down, you know. There's a small street on the right here. Don't go too far. And if you want to go, you have to go two or three people, so in case one dies, the other come back with <laughs> you. Yeah. Otherwise, who knows what they do with your corpse after you die huh? <laughs> We worry about your body. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So they say to him, What good are these fineries without you, my king? Oh how nice. So Gobi Chan sent all that they gave him to his fellow disciples to give to the Guru. In the end, Gobi Chan went to the palace of his mother. As she was the one who had advised him to give up his kingdom and become a sadhu. What a mother. Huh. But it's just, the time is up, you know? His Mm -hmm. destiny is to become a mendicant, yeah? To renounce all the kingdom and all the fineries and all the wives and all that goes with, uh, with, uh, rulership, huh? To become a monk, a simple life. I guess uh, he was born to do that, so that his uh, subject will follow him, his example, to uh, practice spiritually in a more earnest manner. Yeah, and also to live a good story for the later generation. You know, like even if a king could renounce the kingdom, and everything he has to become a devotee of God. What about us?" That's what it's supposed to mean, yeah. Mm. And now you come to the Supreme Master Ching Hai and she told you differently. She said, "'No, stay out there and work for the world and, you know, help your fellow citizens.' And she don't even let you come and stay in her ashram." Ah! Uh. <laughs> what do you think his mother said to him now? Would she cook for him? Like Sunday SMTV show? <laughs> huh? Cook for him his favorite food and say, Good boy.
1: <laughs>
2: what do you imagine the queen mother would say to her son now that he came back as a sadhu? I mean, as a monk. Sadhu mean monk. Yeah. Anybody can imagine? If you're a mother, what would you say to him? Hmm? Come back, stay, I miss you. No. <laughs> It's too late. Huh? It's too late. What? It's too late. It's too late to come back? Yeah. He doesn't come back to stay. My God. He just came to visit. Yeah. Yes. So what? Huh? What would she advise him? What kind of advice she gave him how to be a sadhu? You know, continue his uh, renunciation, renunciate life. If you're a mother, what do you say?
1: Stay with master. Huh? Stay with master.
2: Stay with your master. Huh. Ah. Yeah, but how? He was a king yesterday. <laughs> yeah. What would you think he come there for? To visit her, or is there anything else? Say goodbye. He already say goodbye. She knows that he's gone. Huh? And
0: she asked him if he's happy. Ask him. If he is happy.
2: Ah, okay. Anybody else? No? You are not a mother at all? <laughs> Suppose your son <laughs> become a monk, and he came to visit you, you know, and you are older and wiser, and because you are so wise, he trusted you with his innermost feeling. That's why he asked her about whether he could become a monk, you see? and she was the one who said to him okay go ahead so she must have been a very wise mother so now as a wise mother what would you say to your son if he come back to visit you listen to your master, listen to your master. Hmm? yes that's okay already but you shouldn't have come back why not
1: <laughs> i mean
2: his guru sent him around to beg. You know, and he beg in the capital and he visited all the queens already. So it's natural that he visited his mother and it's not a forbidden thing. Follow everything, yeah. you follow Master. Follow everything. everything and follow Master. Concentrate. Concentrate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you.
0: Maybe he's. Uh he wants his mother to tell him uh, how to overcome his uh, shortcomings.
2: Possible, possible. Anyone
0: else?
2: Make yourself comfortable or stay here. You. Make yourself
0: comfortable
2: stay home? <laughs> or make yourself at home? <laughs> it's nice when you come home and your mother says, make yourself at home. <laughs> Very wise mother, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows? She, she might have said that. <laughs> you know, as a joke. <laughs> what other joke you have? <laughs> huh? Maybe you said that to
0: the playing card
2: as a monk. Oh. Like a monk. Oh, say already. All right. Any other advice or anything, mother would have said? Do you like, to be a monk? Do you like being a monk? How are you used to being a monk? Ah, okay. Maybe she asked like that, but she probably knew. Yes. Yeah. Well, among these all these uh, chitta chatter, perhaps that's what she have asked him. Okay. Maybe they have been chatting all that. Yes. So, okay. Now it's the final. Hm? After how are you? Make yourself at home and all that. <laughs> You want a piece of cake, something like that? Okay. You want a cup of tea? You know. Yeah. Okay. Now, before parting, I mean, he came to her. Yeah, and how are you and all that stuff already? Weather's fine, good. Now she she became serious. She told him like this: "My son, you are now a yogi. You have renounced the world, while I am still a householder." It is not for me to preach to you. Yeah, because you know, the monk is supposed to preach to you and not the householder preach to the monk. Yeah, she is very respectful now. And she, she does know her position and she does know his position, even though uh, she gave him advice. But she does pay respect. You see what I mean? And that's because the mother also have humility. That's why she has such a son, I guess. Huh? Okay, lucky son. And she said, My son, you are now a yogi, and I am still a householder. It's not for me to preach to you, but as your mother and the householder at whose door you beg, so I can give you whatever charity I please. She used her right. As a householder who gives alms, so she said, "I can give whatever I please." What a wise one! Oh, and she doesn't have to say, "Oh, this is my God." Just say it outright. <laughs> she's still a mother, and he would have respected her just the same, you know. But she's so ever humble, nah? So she let him know that she respects him and all that. It's not like she just jumped onto conclusion that he has to listen to her. And the arms," she continued, "...that I wish to give you are these three pieces of advice." Now, she said, three pieces of, of advice. First, I charge you to spend your nights in a strong fort. Second, you should make the softest bed your sleeping couch. Third, you are to enjoy none but the most delicious meals. What a mother! Still taking care of him, huh? Want him to have the best. Okay, now the Gobi-chan very puzzled and said to her, "Oh, Mother, had this advice been given to me by any other woman, I would have thought that she had lost her senses. For where shall I find faults in the forest? How shall my bed be anything other than the hard and rough ground of the jungle? And how can I eat anything other than the few crumbs allowed to me as an ascetic?" Yeah. Yeah, we would imagine that, huh? Okay. So the mother say, Yogi, you have not understood me, you see. He's still not so wise yet. He's young, yeah. So even though a mother has a household, but she's very, very wise. shall she tell him again now? You are a handsome young man, and woman, young and old, will come to listen to you. Your guru will be your strongest defense against them. So that is your fault, yeah. Build a fortress of your guru's company and satsang around yourself. Satsang is the you know, the assembly of the people who practice the truth, yeah? The monks, yeah. Mostly are the monks, yeah. The the one with the same ideal as him, renunciation as him, yeah. So she advised her son, now a yogi, to take refuge in his guru and the assembly of the Sasang of the monks, yeah? Because when he is always with them and having them always in his heart, then he will be one with them and they become a united front, a powerful force against the temptation. Yes, because he's still young and handsome even. Yes. And the former king, you know, all the the, the girls will be very curious even, yeah? and and like to hang around. Okay, so she said, take refuge, you know? Build your fortress around yourself with the company of your guru and the Yes, The master words keep one on the right path. Secondly, stay awake and practice meditation day and night till you can Keep awake no longer. At that point, even thorns and stones will seem like soft velvet to you, and you will find it more comforting than a bed of flowers in the palace. Yes. Lastly, the third advice, try to stay hungry or eat rather sparingly. than even a dry morsel, will taste delicious to you. I have nothing else to give you, my child, except this advice. Please keep it always with you." So that is the alms that she gives to him, more precious than any food that's offered to him all his life and in the future. That is good, huh? Good story. Very good stuff. I like it very much. So <laughs> how do we apply it here?
1: You <laughs> the same.
2: I do the same. Okay. For now we are kind of short of space here, so there is a stone garden. <laughs> yeah? But the food here is too good. I'm not sure. Whether you're hungry or not, you still can eat. is <laughs> for me also, is very bad here because they cook delicious food and they bring it into my kitchen. At home, I can still control what I cook, you know? I don't cook much anyway, you know? And uh, my assistant also same. <laughs> well, we eat more simple, yeah? Very simple. Whenever we have time, then cook. Uh, some dishes, two or three, and not have time, just sesame, brown rice, simple. The basic, you know, the basic and the stable food. So it's very good. You can lose some weight with it (laughs) because it don't taste too good. (laughs) Even if you're hungry, you don't even want to go look at it, (laughs) not to talk about dogs. I have to clean them four or five times a day, feed them. Uh, snack, you know, and water. <laughs> if I'm home, I'm just <laughs> serving them, you know, most of the time too. I have to give them snacks, and they can eat forever. Whatever I give, they eat. It's always delicious to them, and they don't have to be a yogi even yet. <laughs> and I didn't even have to need advice from the queen. Everything is delicious because they eat so much; they don't stop. Anything I give, but of course I give good things. Sometimes they prefer to, to eat snacks than their main meal because it tastes better or something, or maybe because I give them by hand. <laughs> okay. So after I came back home from here, before I don't even want to look at it already, and now I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> it's, it's a stark opposite, you know? Like here, oh, many courses and different delicious from different countries. And thank you, by the way, for uh, taking your time and, and cook me such a delicious meal, you know, Vietnamese food, which I haven't seen for I don't know how, how many years. <laughs> I don't have this kind of home cooking and cook with love as well, you know? But after I come home here, even if I'm hungry, I don't want to <laughs> eat anymore. It's a little bit, yeah, maybe, but reluctantly, you know? Ah, <laughs> oh, what a difference, yeah. Here I have wow, nice room and uh, table and everything. <laughs> I, you know, have meal ready and hot even. You know, at home they cook, they eat at a different time. I normally don't eat until very late. Until after they eat two three meals already, then I go and eat my meal. And mostly they cook and share. You know, already put a portion for me there. And only whenever I'm really starving and nothing else, <laughs> and I go and eat it. It's already cold. You see. Mm. And I even don't want to microwave and all that. I just eat it cold, so mostly it's not that good. Here, wow, it came straight from the kitchen, <laughs> you know, mm, steaming, hot, and wow, what a difference. <laughs> yeah, so what shall we do now? We should not even cook so much food because you should be, you know, <laughs> You should be a yogi's here, right? <laughs> and some people told me they want to live on air, even. Yeah, just now I talked to one of your center, Vancouver, and they want to talk about eating breath air and you know eating air and all that. I said, yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs>
2: I wish all of you go on air, so we don't need anything to do. Just come here and sit and go home, huh? Mm. It would be nice, huh? No need cooking, nothing, huh? No utensils, no crack crack clang, clang, clang no supermarket, nothing, huh? And no need digesting, nothing, huh? Are you ready for that yet? Yes? yes? yes. Oh, right hand. <laughs> oh, yes, right hand. We don't have to charge that guy. Good, good, good. One, two. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: not you, huh? Are you <laughs> <your> spoiling <spawn? laughs> him? <laughs> He changed his mind so quick. He was like this, and no no, that guy. I saw him like this and I asked him. (laughs) Okay. The one who don't want to eat, just uh, take your money back. (laughs) And whenever they eat, you go somewhere. Don't stay there and say we are tempting you. Wow my god. Are you okay with the food actually? It should be delicious, right? Well, one group cooks better than the other, I'm telling you. <laughs> Look like they compete with each other, you know? Like a cooking competition or something. Uh, last week I thought the food is very good already. Oh, today this is even nicer. <laughs> I'm not really. It's just different, you know? I thought they cook all there was already to cook. I can't believe they still have more. Uh, the more you guys cooking, the more you have more like creativity or something, creative, uh, idea, you know, many food I never ate before. Very cool, very good. I don't know where did you learn those from, but it's good, good. Huh? Where did you learn those things? You know, new new stuff. It's all, old, old things, but you make it new, a different color, different combination. You, you seem to have more creativity now than when I first knew you, yeah. When I first knew you, you cooked tradition only. Right now, it's more, you know, sisi sassy, <laughs> more flowery, very nice, very nice. I couldn't eat all of them. I just look, and it's very nice. Yeah, too many, so I eat a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, they are very delicious. Actually, for the food, if you if you find one thing nice, and that's enough, really, huh? Normally, we don't jump to the other, but they cook too many. They treat me like a queen mother here, you know. No wonder the queen mother don't go become yogi, just send her son out. <laughs> food at home is nice, you know? I wonder why she send her, her son out like that. Hmm? Why? Huh? Why does she send her son out to be a yogi? She
0: wants to food. for you.
2: She wants the best for him. Okay. Why doesn't she want the best for herself? (laughs) Tell me. Too old, too old, perhaps. Yeah, too old, yeah. Also in the old time, women are not allowed to be in the assembly of monks. Not even go near, very near even. Some some temple they have only monks in there and they lock their gates forever. Even none cannot enter. Uh, or any woman near the gate, they don't let you in. They don't talk to you even. They say, go away. Yeah. Okay, very good. She wants the best for him. Perhaps that's what it is. Okay, very good. What an example, huh? To be a king, to have everything already at your back and call, and he just left it like that and just go out, sleep in the jungle. It must have been very tough for him. That's why his mother gave him these advices. She could imagine what it's like. The two extreme, you know? The both extreme lives, you know? One is uh, all luxury and all comfort, yes, all enjoyment, pleasure, and the other one absolutely nothing, almost zero. <laughs> you have to... Stay in the forest, even. No fortress, perhaps uh, no no room, just maybe under the tree or something like that, yeah? And sleep on the ground. And now you're sitting on a sofa, I mean, on a cushion and have something to lean on, and you sleep. <laughs> Is it comfortable at least? <laughs> Better than the king here, no? King, I don't think they make such a cushion and a leaning chair like that at his time. (laughs) I don't think they think about that in India. The yogi, the sadhu in India, really don't have it. Most of them, they just have um, like a jug, you know, a silver jug if they have, if not, just any jug. And uh, just to take water, wherever they go to take that water, to wash their hands because they eat with the hands, so they have to wash with the water, do the ablution uh, after you know, toiletry and all that, or drink on the way, you know, that's it. And then they beg on the way to eat. Whatever given to them, they eat. Or sometimes maybe they go to some temple and they have some food in the temple and maybe they eat, but they cannot stay there forever if it's not their order. Even if it's their order, they could not also stay long. Mostly they let you, the pilgrims, stay three days in any places, maximum, free of charge. Some place free of charge. Some some place you, you pay just like gifts, you know, nothing, very cheap. yeah. Because nothing, just a roof and a mud floor and a mud wall, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, anyway. Hmm. So I think you you have very good uh, condition, huh? yeah. Wherever you go, we have room at least, yeah. All right. Mm. Okay. Any question or any comments concerning this? You like the story? I hope. Yes. The story, huh? Yeah. Okay. Then I leave you, let you meditate. I see you tomorrow, it's the same.
1: What's the name of the book? Why? Uh, I just want to know.
2: What for? (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to know the name of the book. (laughs) Okay, let's go, right? I'm going to go to my room. I meditate there, and you're going to go up to your room. (laughs) Why? Why are you clapping? Of course, that's where you go, no? (laughs) Normally, you go down. (laughs) So what's new? It's the same as usual, going up, no? Or not? Normally not. Oh, tonight you try then. If it's usual, then you just go. Close your eyes and go. No need direction even. If it's not usual, then try to hang on to the neighbor who is going, (laughs) and maybe you can go together, okay? All right, see you later. I mean, it's already three o'clock in the morning, so see you later, huh? See you today. (laughs) Ciao. Hmm. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I'm glad you come. Make the best of um, it. Make the best of it, okay? Yeah. Even a small room and all that, never mind, okay? Hey? Once the custom for kings in India to hold a great gathering, yeah, at which their daughters would choose their husband to be. Wow, <laughs> That nice. What did they do? Do you know anything about this? No. Have? Have you ever done this? No, <laughs> how did you get your husband? <laughs> huh? Tell me. How did you get your husband? <laughs> 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 huh? he, he ran after you.
0: I met him on train. <laughs> on a train? <laughs> what
2: kind of train? Everybody wants to know. <laughs> what train? Where? It was on part-time job when I studied, and he also
0: studied. Yeah, and then? And we traveled by this train to
2: Bulgaria, uh-huh. with
0: people, uh-huh. yeah. so we, we were a conductor.
2: You were conductors. Yes. You train him to be conductors. No, no, just this at one time. Time. So that's how you chose your husband. He, he picked you, or you picked him, or you picked, <laughs> picked each other at the same time. <laughs>
1: huh?
2: No. not know. Forgot. I don't know. Oh my goodness! Such a thing, and you forget? <laughs> All, right. All right. He probably forgot also. <laughs> and how did you choose your husband? Yeah. Slovenia. Slovenia. Yeah, Slovenia. No English? Oh, sorry. Anybody English? Tell me how you choose your husband. It has to be something extraordinary, (laughs) like a train, something.
0: (laughs) I was 14. It was my birthday.
2: Yes. And I went to a
0: movie. Yes. Little child, which I was very fond of seeing. And I saw this boy. He was standing in in the passage. Yes. uh, In the movie. Place. Yeah, the, and you yeah. said, "Wow, mm. I wish he was my uh, my boyfriend." You said and, that. Yeah. I said in my house. Okay, I understand. And uh, and I went and sit by my friend uh, at the movie, and the w- movie began. Mm. And uh, I thought, I'm not sitting. Uh, Closer enough to the screen. To, to, to the screen. Oh, to the screen. <laughs> yeah. I thought you liked that I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I moved to the second uh, line, yeah. and there he came, uh, he came and he said, I want you to get now you.
2: Oh!
0: Yeah. <laughs> he got a
2: message. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is he here, by the way? What? Is your husband here? No. No. Oh. He's in his bed. Otherwise, we could give him a hug, all, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the girls all want to hug him. Okay, go ahead. Then what happened? Then I said that I, I know him
0: because my, my girlfriend told me that she knows him ah. and she knows his name. Uh-huh. And, um, and they I said, oh, oh, okay, this person, I saw him before. Okay. And, uh, always when I was walking around the street with my girlfriend. She said, you know, there is someone who wants to meet you. But when we get closer, she starts laughing. And I said, why are you laughing? And she said, after after a while, oh, you you missed him, you didn't see him. So, why did you laugh? Why didn't you tell me who is it? Yeah. And so it went on and on. So yeah. I knew that this is the person ah. that wanted to, to know you. me. And you but also The want first one, you know. see, ah. because we have had a connection from other life. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw it. You saw I, it. I, I, long yeah. after, of course. Uh-huh. But uh, he was my first uh, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, was, and, uh, and it was very, very strange because when I was seven, uh, they bought me a book. And you know, people that start to go to school. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, only one story that I can remember. And mm-hmm. uh, the name of the story was Raphael and the Magic Wheel. Mm-hmm. And Rafael is the name of my, na- of my well, husband. <laughs> and I said, then I said, what a wonderful name. And uh, I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> it's all it's bad. So I was talking, oh, he was 16, uh-huh. and it was a very great love story because, uh-huh. you know, like, our parents uh, didn't want so much uh-huh. that we get together. And uh-huh. they said, we are yeah. very young and <laughs> we are from different. Powerful, yes. You know, we can make fun and, and all that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, what happened? We we married. I was 18. Oh. He was 20. 20. And
2: 20. and we are still married. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> so he's not in the train, but he was. <laughs> a <bit>. Anybody else? <laughs> huh? Anybody else? <laughs> no, not that story anyway. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> uh, my husband, he was a PhD student when I was a master's. Yes. And uh, I had so many lousy
0: boyfriends in my life, horrible boyfriends, Good. and I was dating somebody who was awful. Oh. And um, my husband came along and pursued me, pursued me, pursued me, and I kept. Oh. And finally, the good
2: one comes along, and he had to work for like
0: a year and a half <laughs> before I would go out with him.
2: Because you had a bad experiences, yeah, poor yeah. guy. And so we're then we went together, like, this isn't going to last. Is he here, here? Is no, he here? No, he's not initiated. Oh. He's vegetarian though, But he went away to India for a month. He was
1: from India. And when he was gone, I finally realized what I was missing. Um. When he came back, he said, Oh, everything changed. I had beautiful like dinner made for him um. and a big cake. I realized the first time I saw him in class together, before I knew his name or anything, I mm. saw him in the front row. And I kept getting this idea I'm going to marry that guy. I'm going to marry that guy. Uh. But he was sort of this sloppy looking, messy-, yeah. messy guy. And I kept thinking, Why do I keep thinking this? <laughs> before he talked to me he decided. It I
2: understand. Yeah. Um, you say you will marry that guy and then you don't even want him. I thought,
1: I kept thinking it was just a strange thought. My Understand, and
2: yeah. Acid. And, uh, and it's before he spoke to me, he decided he was coming to marry United Yeah. People say marriage is made in heaven. Perhaps it is so. Huh? I'm he's waiting, waiting for the guy. <laughs> what? I always ask him why he doesn't does meditate. And he says he just came to Earth to help me meditate. He doesn't have my <laughs> <enough. laughs> <laughs> 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 yeah. father. He takes me to go meditate all the time. Oh. actually go to my meditation. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a help, huh? As <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know. <laughs> well, at least he's good for that, huh? Yeah. And then they say, "Oh, he's a test for me, master." Yes, to <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Also, sometimes the, the more you are forbidden, the more you long to get um, what you want. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's a reverse psychology. Huh? Sometimes people need that. Huh? Bumming to each other on the street and married, that's it? <laughs> End of the story. <laughs> hmm? What? Even my story is better than that. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's not so important. It's good to have a, a good uh, romance like that, a romantic story, and then it can last for a long time. You know, it's nice if first love and the last, you know? Boyfriend before, after it might not be the first love, you know? Sometimes everybody have a boyfriend so you have one. Yeah. Everybody say that girl is a top in the class, so you also chase, you know. <laughs> See who who got her first. <laughs> Something like that. It's not necessary a romantic relationship, yeah? It's not necessary your heart desire. <laughs> Somebody said, like, every woman wants to have a right man, but in between she marries anyone else. (laughs) 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 Waiting too long, you know? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Better than nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And same with men, I guess. Men are easy, right? Yes. I feel that way, you know? No or no? Hmm? It feels like okay. Any man, if you go, you know, don't have to be really pretty. As long as you come and make an advance, that's it. He, he is yours
1: <laughs>
2: somehow. Huh? It seem like easy or not? Huh? No. Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> man is easy going, huh? That's good. That's cool. And if you treat him nicely, he stay for good. Ah, <laughs> yeah. He's not very demanding. <laughs> A woman is more demanding, right? Or not? Oh, it's the same? Yes, the same? More demanding? Mm. Uh, have money will help. <laughs> <laughs> Last month, I was invited. I was invited in a dinner party, and everybody came with everybody else. You know, all beautiful, all bedecked. You know, stars studied, diamonds studied everywhere. It's so a perfect picture. But go alone. So, so whenever they have a chance, you know, especially the lady comes. Because I say I like Monaco people very much. I like the Monagas. You know, Monagas is a name for the people, the citizens of Monaco. You know, of course I'm with the Monagas. No, I like them very much too. It? It's a very clean place and decent, yeah? I don't have to pay tax. <laughs> the citizens don't have to. No, anyway, I say I like Monaco people very much and so, so on and so forth. I say I like the Monagas, you know? Monaco people. Monaco. Oh, if you like Monaco, Monaco's so much, you marry a Monaco <laughs> <Monaco's> immediately. Monaco immediately. And I say, yeah, good idea. <laughs> I'm looking. I <laughs> think Monaco people like me very much. <laughs> Maybe I'm their type. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness, they're so cute. Why do we talk about that? <laughs> I mean, truly. Uh, the story with the women,
0: Huh? Talk
2: about the yeah, yeah. Huh? The, story, the King of India.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, but what did I do?
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Men are simple. Huh? Men are simple. <laughs> Men are simple. Men are simple. <laughs> oh, no, and they think <laughs> You know what? If you want to be a taxi driver, for example, here, you have to pay uh, 250,000 euros to get the license. But you can resell it. It's like an investment, you know? But you got to have money <laughs> to be a taxi driver. And in Paris, maybe up to 400,000 euros. That's 500,000 US dollars, more or less. Mm. Half oh, a million. And in Monaco, that's 900 thousand euros, at least a million dollars, yeah. to get a license. Yeah. And my taxi driver, lives <laughs> in a big apartment on the beach, for <laughs> example. <laughs> and he came to get me in his brand-new Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, the latest model, <laughs> big, spacious, <laughs> I'm telling you. He's not just a taxi driver, you know? He knows what is worth. Mm-hmm. And if he's bachelor and he has big apartment in Monaco, you can count from five million upwards. Mm-hmm. Five million euros. Mm-hmm. He has an apartment on the beach and he has a brand new Mercedes. Always comes say, Here come princess! <laughs> I got this car just for you. <laughs> so funny people. I love them so much. They're so kind of innocent, not so much trouble like other country. Yes. Maybe that's why they kept to themselves a lot of time. You know, that's the name of it, Monaco. You know, uh, Monaco. Like uh, people who keep to themselves. You know, who separate from others alone. I guess in the beginning there were a group of spiritual practitioners or something, yeah? And they like to be alone, you know, they have different lifestyles or something like that.
1: Yeah.
2: Now, <laughs> we go back to our story. This is not about the story, you know? We use it and then we talk about it and then we explain things and have fun together. A lot of jokes. Okay. So if any of you are still single I mean a woman I don't know about men if they get easy they are not <laughs> hey you can go there and drive any taxi <laughs> ride on any taxi and then you might meet your you know potential customer <laughs> for life <laughs> but actually in Monaco mostly they don't have to buy it you know the state will lend it to them. but Suppose you're a foreigner, you go there, yeah, and you want a taxi license, you have to pay one million that's it. and if you can get it, even, yeah, yeah, you know why? Because these are kind of uh, touristic uh, area, yeah. Everybody wants to be taxi driver. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's a job that many people want it here. Here is like a very big. Uh, Enterprise, you know, everybody wants it, so it's very difficult to, to get the <laughs> driver's license here uh, for taxi driver. Yeah. Mm. All right. So uh, lately, in France, you know, the president Sarkozy uh, was planning. I don't know if it took effect or not, because of a shortage of taxi drivers in Paris or some bigger city, you know. So President Sarkozy planned at that time. To like give the license for free,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: so that we have more taxi drivers.
0: <laughs>
2: but then uh, the taxi driver, the old one, they protest. <laughs> right? It would have been better if they give free license, but also they reimburse the old one. You know, otherwise they invested like four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars, and then now everyone gets it free. They can never sell it again. Mm-hmm. It's like buying an apartment, and you can sell it later because it's so. On demand. Okay, now we go back to the marriage. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Just one book and we go to Monaco, Paris, and all over France. Okay, now, Narat Muni was a disciple of the Lord, Lord Vishnu. He was very keen to participate in the gathering that the king had called for his beautiful daughter he prayed to Lord Vishnu to endow him with a handsome face. Maybe he didn't have a handsome face, so he prayed. Or maybe he just prayed he looked more charming that day or something, so the princess would notice him. You know, in the old time, in in China, when the the daughter of some well-to-do family, or prince or princess, or like daughter, Officials, you know, state officials, that uh, come of age, and uh, they don't know which one to give her hand to. Yeah, and they build a big tall, or a balcony or something, and invited all the uh, the handsome and bachelor to go there, and she will have a ball in her hand. You know, she will uh, embroider. Uh, a round ball like this, a red one, yeah. And then she see whoever she likes, she will throw the ball to that guy. But that's very dangerous game. Yeah. Number one, you don't know the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he look handsome, but he might not be so good inside, huh? Number two. Uh, what if the the handsome guy couldn't get it, and the guy next, to him? <laughs> you know, my chance? Maybe he slipped out of his hand, or maybe he just turn around a little bit, and then they fall into the old man next, to him. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> it's a, another guy that she doesn't like, you know, because. The rule is that whoever got that ball, she has to marry it to, because a promise is a promise. You know, in front of everybody, you can't run away from that. So it's possible that the guy next door just elbowed this guy <laughs> and, Oh, tickle him, here. <laughs> and then he dropped his ball, like, and the other guy took it and voila, finito. <laughs> it's dangerous, no? Don't you think, huh? <laughs> I I wouldn't gamble my my life with that ball, <laughs> whatever ball that is. Yes, but that is in China, in Vietnam also. Yeah, in old time, yeah, they don't do it anymore. I guess there are too many mistakes. Over here. <laughs> it's better not do it. <laughs> it's such a risk, right? Yeah. Now here we will see uh, how the people do it in India. So now the king gathered all the handsome guys, you know, the bachelor and the coming of age, <laughs> the available one, to the palace to see which one his daughter will like. Now this guy, Narad Muni, is a disciple of the Lord. I mean, he was very, probably very devoted to Lord Vishnu or whoever the master at that time. Probably his master wish Vishnu, yes. So he prayed to Lord Vishnu to give him a handsome face. Okay, now Lord Vishnu was concerned that Narad Muni might fall prey to lust. You know, he wants him to be a renunciate. You know, like the king uh, last night that I told you. Hmm. So. He gave him the face of a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. Before he was better. After he prayed, <laughs> he got that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is no, 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 no.
1: Little. it raining? It does
2: that all the time him. Yeah. The cloud come a little bit, carry a little water, and eh? yes. give you a little. Okay, now. Oh, so when the ceremony begins, uh, you know, Narad Muni believed that he had the most handsome face because he already prayed to the Lord, and he would never think the Lord would do this kind of thing <laughs> to him anyway. So he always uh, pushed to go right to the front, so that the princess would choose him. And at any time the princess passed by him, she just didn't even notice him. She just go fast to the next one and keep walking anyway. So he was thinking, maybe the princess didn't see him at all. But he kept pushing again to go more to the front, ahead of the princess, push himself to the front and show his monkey face. (laughs) (laughs) After many times that the princess did not notice him and keep moving on, he could... And not uh, uh, bear any longer. So he moved it to the very end, you know, that the princess will finally go there anyway. And then the princess, after seeing him probably a hundred times already, she got irritated. Uh, he said, Why are you jumping from one place to another <laughs> like a monkey <laughs> and showing your monkey face to me? So he was very surprised. And he, he said, Why does the princess tell me like that? Narad Muni was very, very surprised and said, Why, why does she talk to him like that? <laughs> and the princess said, Go look at your face in the mirror. <laughs> so he went, <laughs> found a mirror, <laughs> look at it. <laughs> ah! Who is that? <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> so he know that uh, it was Lord Vishnu who played this joke on him. He was very, very, very angry, and he threatened to curse Lord Vishnu and sue him. You know, <laughs> <the> Supreme Master. <laughs> At this, Lord Vishnu <laughs> apologetically said to him, "I am prepared to bear whatever curse, yeah." you uh, sent to me and the consequences of it. But I did not want you to fall. Mm. Mm. Fall where? Into the the worldly passions. passions. Hmm? Into the worldly passions. Fall, yeah. He didn't want him to fall from spiritual
0: Mm. practice.
2: But I wonder why. Why so strict? I mean, I let you guys all get married. <laughs> you and make a couple of children and all. And do you still practice well? Yeah? Yes, good? Yeah. Yes, huh? Yeah. It's okay. What I mean is uh, everything moderate, okay? Yeah. Moderate is good, yeah? Uh. Besides, how can you meditate 24 hours? Suppose you become a yogi and went into a cave somewhere. How long can you meditate before you begin? <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to to just concentrate on meditation alone, eh? Right? Yes. So a marriage, family is a like a pause, yeah, or something to keep your mind also occupied a little bit, so. Because if you're not married, you think of girls or boys anyway. So what's the use? Yeah. Huh? I might as well. Yeah. Just like some of you go breatharian. If you sit there thinking of food all the time, what's the use? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Can do. But if we are too harsh to our mind, yes, then it's, it's not too good. Is it? Yeah. And uh, suppose. Even if we are not uh, vegetarian, even if we don't eat, we don't drink anymore. There's not so much food and drink we can save for the world, because it's a meat diet that uh, deplete the resource of the planet, yeah, and uh, deplete the water source also, and everything else, and pollute the air, the water, environment, deforestation, everything. Eighty percent cost so even if we all go hunger you know or don't eat food anymore, make no use, so I don't advertise you to go uh, without food or without drink you know if you want to do of course, no problem it's also good for you yeah you free yourself whatever if you don't like to be entangled with food and Drink and cooking and you know, making money and all that. Yeah, yeah. Some people think that if they are not eating, you know, they can have more time to practice or do whatever. Well, that is fine. Yes, that is fine. But as far as saving the resource of the world, oh, we cannot do much. And there's some other reason, but I cannot tell you right now. So, so maybe after. Okay? If the world is safe and 80% of the people are vegetarian everywhere, I will tell you. That's good. Okay? Right now, no. <laughs> I can't. There's something I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you everything. I can only tell you what I need to tell you and what you need to know. Too much information for your processing center here, also no good. Okay, anybody want to have a ball here to throw? <laughs> I have a ball for my dog. <laughs> a tennis ball, you know, that lucky left behind. You can use it and throw it some guy. <laughs> I am very well. <laughs> I think this needs practicing. <laughs> because the ball, it, when it's out of your hand, it might the wind will blow, mm. it. Is in <laughs> <It's dangerous. laughs> Yeah, maybe before they ch- they choose the husbands by this kind of risky adventure. Probably they've been playing basketball for some time first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to aim correctly, right? Yeah, not even the professional can throw it so, so uh, precisely into the basket all the time. So if the girl <laughs> just chose the husband of her lifetime by a ball like that, <laughs> I think it's too risky. Okay, anyway. Just want to tell you a, a funny story like that. And i see you later, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you eat well? Thank you. You're you going to eat now? Yes. yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is only a decoration. <laughs> Okay? Get up Clay. place. I hope you have good food. Thank you. Don't throw your balls away. <laughs> With your eyes. Come here just to meditate. Okay? Yes. Yes. So what did you do all this time? Meditation. Meditate.
0: Meditate? Yes.
2: Watch TV and watch TV. So you saw the president? Yes. Good. You like him? Yes. He said, he's old, oh, I'm not sure how old. <laughs> you like, okay? Yes. Yeah, anything I can do for you? No.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: You guys stay here, okay? Yeah, I go up there check it out. If everybody's still alive, then I come <laughs> <laughs> <frying> I go up and I come. Yeah, just tra- now. Yeah. <laughs> Total chant, huh? Young Vietnam, young, young, and Young, huh? Young, huh? Young, thôi Young, huh? Young, huh? Young, huh? okay? I just say hello I are the two group of comrades, you know, <laughs> the Vietnamese and the Chinese. Whenever they came here, it's like they have just returned to life after death. <laughs> resurrection. Either they cry a lot or they make a lot of noise. Both are the same.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So I tell them, okay, have a good look. <laughs> okay, let's. Meditate, huh? Okay? And then I come back and talk something big. <laughs> I will come back and talk something big that you expected of me. Like, okay, becoming the Buddha. Yeah. And go back to the kingdom of God. Big and go. Save the planet. <laughs> something like that, huh? Okay, Okay, good. Yeah? unless you want something urgent before you die <laughs> everything okay yes. today is saturday right yes. oh they are making a big something everywhere right they are making a peaceful uh voice yeah making the peaceful voice heard in different countries this is also good good huh yeah Maybe you should do that instead of sitting here, huh? Maybe I should go out and also <laughs> use a big loudspeaker, huh? Okay, don't worry. If you're worried, then going out with a mask or something, if you can buy any. Are there such things you can buy to avoid poison? Huh? Smoking mask? They have that on Internet. They have on Internet? Internet? Sell for poisonous grass?
0: Yes, around 250
2: or $200. Oh, really? Where did you get that?
0: Um, my friend have researched for that, but actually we have not bought them yet.
2: You haven't <laughs> bought them? <laughs> they should produce more of that, you know? Not joking, yes. I think the companies, whoever, should produce more of these poisonous grass masks should uh, have this poisonous gas mask. Yeah? Okay. Just in case you survive. Hmm? I don't know. The way you meditate, you wouldn't know if you are gone to heaven. <laughs> you just sit there and just go on, <laughs> as usual, you know? You would think business as usual anyway. You know?
1: <laughs>
2: okay. Is it time to go? All right. An angel come and tell you it's time to go because too much poisonous gas on this planet. And says, it's time to go, yeah, really? You mean go for lunch or <laughs> half sleep, you know, and half lunch time already? <laughs> or oh, is it uh, a break time? <laughs> Break time right? I'm coming
1: <laughs>
2: I'm coming, and then the angel might tell you, No, 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 no <laughs> it's <laughs> It's not lunch <laughs> it's not break time it's time to go, <laughs> go, you know go mm. <laughs> and you say, Oh, never mind, I'm already gone anyway, <laughs> every day I'm gone. <laughs> Yeah, for you, probably very quick and painless, no? Yeah, like usual, you know, when you meditate and you just go. (laughs) Either you go this side or that side, (laughs) back or front or left, right or up, it doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) It's the same, right? Just going. (laughs) Just going. (laughs) Any direction we do, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And you might ask, can, can I take my mobile phone with me?
1: <laughs>
2: no, no, can't. No need. <laughs> we have telepathy up there. Oh, that's just what I need. <laughs> then I don't have to pay bill. <laughs> phone bill. Okay. Master says she needs somebody with telepathy. Ah, it's about time. And, uh, okay, but can, I, I had some money, the case. Can I take some first? In <laughs> case, you know? Buy some uh, candies, <laughs> something? No, you can't take it. Mm. How about some gold? <laughs> no, we have a lot of pavements up there already. <laughs> no need. Yeah. How about S.M. Celestial Jewelry? <laughs> can I take it with me? Uh, yeah, yeah. What else you want to take with you in case we're going? Hmm? Can we take you? Uh,
1: take
2: me, yeah? Yes. Me, I'll be always there. Mm. Me is the only one you don't need to take with you. i take you. <laughs> <laughs> Carry. Carry or <laughs> oh, pushing. I told you, don't eat too much dinner, huh?' Yes, it's too heavy, how I carry? <laughs> Lucky, most of you vegetarian, and you lost some weight a little bit, huh? Before? Oh, I don't know, three, four times, my size. Yeah. OK, guys, yeah, you wake up a little, huh? That's good. me too. Okay. Now we meditate a little bit. Now they're laughing upstairs. (laughs) Translation too slow, eh? Better than nothing. Remember, in Hawaii we have also different nationalities, and they're translating uh, different because somebody has to translate first to English, and then English translate to maybe Chinese, and Chinese translate into other things, you know? (laughs) And we have waves of laughter, remember? First the Vietnamese and the English <laughs> and the Chinese and the Japanese and the German and the Korean, etc. Yeah. Mm. It's fun, huh? Our group, huh? Yeah. We laugh a lot, even at death, also. Yeah. Okay. But I'm worried, guys. I'm worried about the people. But never mind. Whatever. If they have that kind of choice, well, let it be. Huh? Yeah. We can't stop people choosing what they want to choose, right? The thing is, before we came here, we knew what we want. And when we came here, we get kind of blurred out, you know, by background, by DNA, by social influences, by friends, yeah, by situation, yes, and by our weaknesses as well. Pick up, by the way, or pick up from heaven before you come here.
1: Hmm.
2: And then sometimes your weaknesses overcome you, you see, overcome your strength. And then you do many bad things, all the things that are not desirable. And then you go even lower, and then it's just suppressing you all the time. So in this world, you need a master, you know? Yeah need somebody who can help you in times of trouble. Because in times of trouble, you don't remember who you are. You, you cannot even get up yourself. Your soul, your knowledge has been suppressed and locked and covered and taken from you, yeah. so that you don't even know what you come here for, and you forgot your vows and your promises before you came. This is a trick of Maya. you know. They let you come here, but when you come here, you're under the control. yeah, are under their control. That's a packed deal, you see. You can't just come here free and happy like the way you were in heaven. yeah. There's a price to pay to be here, even to fulfill your job or to progress spiritually or to help somebody to progress spiritually. There's a price to pay. I feel very sorry for everybody, you know? You know, Master always are here on earth, you know? All the Master came here for that because the Master knows that when you come down here, you'll be in trouble. And all of you will be in trouble, so nobody can help nobody. See what I mean? So the Master always came with you and tried to help you out and remind you that that's not you. No, no, no. Remember what you want to do, remember your greatness before you came here, etc etc. But as you are here you forgot. You don't even recognize yourself, you don't recognize the master, your best friend, you know, from heaven. It's very difficult. No master run around keep telling you, Wake up, wake up, remember, but sometimes not. Sometimes, okay, remember a little bit and then go back to sleep, just like you meditation here. <laughs> you know, if I talk like that, you understand right away because it's <laughs> a different personal experience, you know. <laughs> okay. And then sometimes you even go against a master, you know, even, your friend, the friend who wants to help you, and you even beat him up, you know, uh, maybe physically, maybe mentally, maybe psychologically, maybe different mean you know, restricting his freedom by your bad habit or even goes against a master for no reason, you know. Hmm. If they choose to do some bad things, then of course they have to get the consequences. The thing is, it's like that. When you come down here on this planet, before you came, you promised, Oh, I'm going to help this and that neighbors of mine long time ago, that she's now here and she's in trouble and she forgot herself, you know, her great self. So I'm coming down as her son, her daughter, her friend, or her neighbors to help her again. But yes. well, then when you came down, you forgot. You were so distracted by eating, drinking, you know, whatever, yeah? Beauty, yeah, handsome, yeah, all kind of. So money, position, power, and you forgot your promise. And some also say, "Oh, I come down to help Master because Master needs a lot of help to take care of everybody on the planet." Then you come down, you forgot, you get distracted by man, by woman buy money, buy, oh, whatever, house, car, you know, the latest, yeah, the fastest, etc., etc., and I'm left alone, again, or any master, you know. You know, sometimes I do need some more help, not like personally, yeah, but like, okay, we can do some translation for different languages, yes. I have only a handful of helpers, you know, and not to talk about they bring their stuff with them. Not just their help, but their stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? The stuff, the tough stuff. <laughs> when you got a helper, you get a package deal, you know, with all kind of negativities come with it. The poor guy also could not help himself, because before he came here, he has to pick up his old karma. <laughs> Understand? Yes. Depends on how bad you were in the former lives, you have to take how many uh, but uh, traits with you. Yeah. For example, that guy in the old time, he was a womanizer, yes, and he's not very faithful to his wife, for example. Then in this lifetime, if he wants to come down on this planet to help anybody at all or to help Master even, he got to pick up that trait again and to overcome it. But can the guy do it? mm The answer is big, no. Very difficult. You understand me? Because it keeps strengthening more as you reincarnate times and times again. It doesn't get any weaker. So that is is price anyone has to pay to come in here. That's why life after life we should listen to the Master teaching and be good. So in case if you have to come down here (laughs) to help anybody or want to help a Master, then you don't burden the Master, or you don't create more trouble for the person you are intended to help even. Do you understand me? (sighs) Because sometimes, if not, then you create more trouble than help. The balance is not that perfect, you see? Sometimes you create like maybe 80 percent of goodness, okay? Then you have 40 percent of badness. Wow, that's a lot, a lot of headache for the person that you wanted to help or to the Master. Do you understand me? Yes. And sometimes you can be helpful like 50 percent, but 30 percent of you also create badness. Then it's kinda of almost like cancel out, you know I mean or it's very, very tiring for the master to deal with this badness. Yeah, very difficult. So it's up to you to try to correct these kind of traits, you know, within the cycle of reincarnation which is difficult. But if you know it, you know, okay, how come you know your trait it like, for example, womanizing, yes, then you know that is definitely <laughs> your bad karma from the past life. Then this life, you must definitely don't even look at woman. <laughs> yeah, laughing. Why? Why are you laughing? It's fun. <laughs> it's fun? <laughs> it's not fun for the guy, for you, yes. You're a woman, you don't need to look uh, except why does she wear that beautiful dress, and I don't have you know <clears> that is a trouble, you know, so some men and women really wanted to help the world, but they're overcome by their own weaknesses. You know that's a very big problem for everybody. That's why I often have to work alone. Everybody comes with some garbage. Do you understand me? That is the rule, yeah? If you want to come down here, do anything good at all. You have to balance yourself with bad karma. You have to pick up some bad karma that you are used to before. Okay, the Master gives you initiation and cut off that all that bad karma, you see, burn it off, so that you don't have to come back in this lifetime again. And then you're free, you go up to heaven, uh, third heaven maybe. But then you look down and you see somebody and you want to help or you want to come down and improve your self or progress in spiritual practice. Understand? Yeah. Then you have to overcome your past tendency of negativity. So remember, every time, if you tend to turn to that negative corner, please think twice. Okay. Could it be that my bad karma came back? You know, many many fold stronger than before. That is a problem, because when you come into this atmosphere of the planet, there are also plenty more negativities of the like nature. So your negativity will attract also form of that, and they clump together and make you feel more inclined to that kind of negative direction. More than just your own negative tendency. Do you understand me? Like, attract, like. Yes. It's very difficult to pick up (laughs) any positive things (laughs) on this planet. Mostly negative. So if you bring your own and come here, oh, and then it's like a magnet. All the negativity also will be connected with you. Through, you know, the law of like, attract, like. Then you'll be overwhelmed. So you are the only one who decide which direction you go. Hmm? Which direction? according to the Buddha's teaching, according to Jesus' teaching, according to Prophet Mohammed teaching or the Jain's master teaching, Mahavira, etc., etc. Yes. you have to think before you do anything bad, or anything you doubt that is not good. you have to think. Would Buddha do this? Okay? Would Jesus act like that? Uh, Would Prophet Muhammad agree to my action? Then you will know what to do. Do you understand me? Otherwise, if you don't have guidance, you just do whatever you think in your mind, then it's mostly just negative, because you don't meditate enough to overcome the negative power of this world yet. You understand? Apart from your own (laughs) negative trait that you have picked up before you came here, to overcome it, you know, to win over your negative past, apart from that, you have all the negativities of different kinds upon you as well. So always think. That's why the teaching of the Buddha is important. Teaching of Jesus is important. Teaching of Islam is important. Take it as a guidance, understand me? What would the prophet do in this case? What would the Buddha do in this case? What would Jesus Christ decide in this case? Then you won't go wrong, okay? That's how you follow uh, Islam teaching. That's how you be a good Christian. And this is how you are a true Buddhist, all right? Don't just read it. Eh, for fun. It is a good guidance for you so that you will not err in this negative domain, so that you will not be overpowered by your own past karmic uh, force and the force of negativity in this world, the collective one. Okay, huh? Yeah, alright, good. I see you later. <laughs> Lunchtime.
1: time?
2: When? Four o'clock. Ah, that's good. Then you meditate for a while. I meditate with you for a while, and then you go, okay?